So let's pray. Oh, <laughs> oh somebody says, let's say this together. <laughs> Our Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, receive revelation that is found in Christ. There is no confusion. There's no contradictions in this atmosphere. We behold you as we see ourselves in him. Your name alone is glorified and we are edified. Amen. All right. Dealing with ungodly habits, um, section 5, or I believe, I don't know. Romans 12, verse 1 to 2, it says, I beseech you, brethren, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, only and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. And it says, be not conformed to this word, Romans 12, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may be able to prove what is good, what is is, that you may be able to prove what is good and acceptable, perfect will of God. And we started something last week. We said that... Uh, how does, we, we, we've, been, we've been on so many things. In fact, right, right from the way we started this journey, we started a journey from how do we even read the Bible. And I, I, I think I threw a shade at some point and I said, if you do not know how to read the Bible, is that not why you are dealing with an ungodly habit? <laughs> because, you know, um, understanding the Bible is quite key. And we live in a world where a lot of people don't want to. I, I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and I said, the Bible is very academical. As much as we want to spiritualize it, eh, this Bible is very academical. There's an academical approach to the Bible. It's not, but you know we are charismatics. The, the, the only thing we like is Rema. And what does Rema? Ha! That's the meaning of Rema. Wow! Ha ha! That's the real, something that would just that would just say beam like this that you just write. Hmm, from, like I tra- like I, if I like train a punchline or um, if you do not sew. Um, to sow up when pre- when blessings when praises go up, blessings come down deep. I say, mm, mm. I say everybody. If I if I if I said it like that, like, no, there there has to be a tone. If I, I can't even be using the lapel to talk to say that, I have to be and and the strings has to be playing. And then, brethren, to. When blessings, when, when praises go up, blessings come down. Shut up, what means what? So you see people, midnight hour praise. They will give you Paul and Barnabas. They will forget the part that he prayed though. They will remain on the praise. <laughs> they will remain on the praise. They forgot that he prayed also and he praised. <laughs> but they will forget that pray. They will tell you, brethren, if you have tried prayer and prayer did not work, try praises. You see, this is my problem with things like that. It is not either this or that. It is both. You can't just neglect prayer and say praises. <laughs> Why not say prayer and pray, thank God? Are you, is that not safe? That's safe. Because what the scripture told us is, with prayers and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Don't now neglect it and say, when praises, when praises go up, blessing God. Is, I would have preferred you say praises and prayer go up. Blessings. You get what I'm saying? Because when you want to start making cliches, you will mislead people. Are you getting what I'm saying? And because people are not even also ready to study the word and read their Bibles, so everybody is just being deceived. So everybody will just go in church mm, deep. They, they, they will not remember the word at all. So as the preacher is just teaching like this, mm, they are not taking note. They are not... 
They're not even opening the Bible. They just the Bible just the, the, the preacher will just say, the Bible says. You know, that's the way, way if you want to get away with something as a as a charismatic, just say the Bible says. In fact, there's a teacher I wanted to teach some years ago. I don't know why I've not taught it. Things people say that is not in the Bible. <laughs> I'm going to actually sit down, actually itemize it. Then we'll study it. <laughs> this, or if I don't do it, I'll probably write it as a mail to you. <laughs> Since mail is my next teaching avenue now, so <laughs> I'll just write it as a mail to you just to cover up. But, you know, some things that, and because people too are not patient to read the Bible, and that's why it seems like in our own church, we don't project scriptures on screen. Why? I, I prefer that you look at what I'm saying so that I don't deceive you. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you project this on screen now, there's an implication. It makes you lazy as a, as, as a Christian because there's a way, how many of you know that? There's a way when you look at the Bible, when you are reading it on your own, you remember that, ah, you saw this scripture one day in church. I don't know if, it, if, if, you, are, if you are in that same, you saw this scripture one day in church, then the applications and the understanding will come much how many of you have that feeling? Uh, hey, thank you. Ah, I thought I thought we are I thought we are not on the same boat. When you now open your Bible and read it for yourself, you'll be able to understand. But if you are just projecting, you will just be lazy. Everybody just be looking at the screen like if I are not even reading it. The scripture is the only leader say, brethren, see this. Then you you are just saying, wow, mm, deep. You are not seeing whether he's making a mistake. You are not seeing the context of what he's saying. And you get to what that is it. But we, because we are so charismatic and Pentecostal, everything is just deep to us. Everybody is just, everything must be deep. And that's where we enter into error. So, there's a way to study the Bible and every believer must be patient. Like I was saying something earlier. A Bible preacher must not even rush. If you come to this church and expect that I will teach everything in one day, you are making a mistake. See, the things I want to teach in this life, eh? In tiny, you see, this life on this earth cannot bear it. The things I want to really teach on this, in fact, we, <laughs> we still have about 100 years, I still at least, I still have about 100 years to live. It's not enough. If I say I should teach every day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for 100 years, it's still not enough. So we'll just, <laughs> we'll just keep going. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we'll continue again. When we meet on the resurrection money, <laughs> we just uh, supernatural service part two, <laughs> community church part two, we we'll go again. Yeah, is it not going to be cool? We're like, ah, when we're on it, when we're in Oriental, <laughs> when we're in Oriental Street, this is what we're saying. So I'll be telling you, remember, hundred years ago when I said this. Now we're in we're in a place where there's no time. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Anyway, so how do we study the Bible? Like I've told you, the best way to do it is to read. You have to pay attention to the reading. And in reading the scriptures, you pay attention to the context. And in reading, you have to read it because like I said, you, you should not allow anyone in your to preach what you are saying. You have to read in context. So we've been looking at dealing with the godly, uh, ungodly habits and we said... Formation of habits, how does habit come? We, we defined habit uh, from the Britannica Dictionary as a usual way of behaving and something that a person does often in a, in a regular and a repeated way. Then we started asking a question, can a believer have a sinful and ungodly habit? And we've been on that question and we said, um, 
Uh, we've been on that question for a while. Then we were talking about um, how a habit form, what's the role of the mind in the habits. Then we looked at why was the mind so vital. Then we now started, then we now approached a vital issue last week that we looked at um, the access point of the mind. And we said the eyes, oh, can somebody remind me again, the eyes, the ears, and the mouth, right? And we said those are major points. And we said a man receives information through his eyes, through his ears, and through his mouth. And the information will produce actions. And when consistent, they become an habit. So such habits are either sinful or not depending on the information you feed in. And one thing you must know as a Christian is, I've always told us, you are not immune. I, I even told you, I said, don't think you can't be an homosexual. That's not true. Don't think that, you, no matter what you say, I mean, if I've said God forbid to so many things before, you have found yourself doing it. I mean, I've, done, I, I mean, I've, done, I've said God forbid to some things, and I've found myself doing it. I mean, if I've, Sunday, ah, okay. So don't think that you cannot wake up tomorrow and say that I'm again now, I want to be a boy. Don't think so. You just have to see. Let me tell you, <laughs> I figured something. I, I was watching. I I, I like that. I am I'm, I'm this person that watch random things. I'm not. I'm quite. I want to. I want to start making a culture of being selective with what I watch. But I I quite learned something vast. I stumbled on something two days ago, an argument, the Gen Z world, and the older adults. Then they were debating respectful debate and they said they asked the question do you think that the older generation demand and i i really love the argument that the older generation demand respect so much that it looks like it's it's too much for our world and then i said if you agree with this so they divided them the gen z people are here the older people are here if you agree with the prompt come and sit down all the Gen Z's came to sit down and the adults did not come. And I said, in my life, I was just laughing. And I felt like, this, this is it. And I felt like, this was my mind. Before I clicked on that thing, when I noticed the question, I paused it. I first answered the question first before anybody... I don't know if you get what I say. Let, let me tell you, that because information are very, informations are very crucial. I first answered the question first in my mind. And I settled my mind with my question. Then I clicked on it. Because if you go and, if you think you are that strong enough, wait till somebody convince you. And they debated perfectly. I mean, I, I give kudos to them. In fact, even the people that debated, the older ones, they debated well. This is not as if, this are they say, and they did not come from any, I, I like what they did. They took religious, um, religious um you know people would say people can easily run into the especially christians or africans we are very quick to run into religion when we want to have any debate we say god this when you say when you start saying god this or bible this inside the debate just know that you are just trying to silence the debate so anytime i'm having conversation with people like even if your politics or hey take bible away hey Take Bible away. When we follow the Bible, we deal with Bible later. Let's face ourselves. <laughs> Don't do Christian with me. I'm a pastor. So I know whatever your Christian want to quote, I know it. <laughs> so, so I don't do the Bible with any debate. If it is a debate that is a social life and all of those things, let's deal with it. But if it now comes to the Christian faith, uh -huh. so I answer the question first. 
And I settled my mind on what I want to be the answer. If I took me a while, then I clicked on it and I continued watching. So when when they now got to a point in the debate, I, I just said, look at what look at how informations can be. I started doubting my answers. I said, ah, and it's true that respect doesn't have to be that much. But I remember, no, I'm a typical other road boy. I believe in respect. <laughs> I believe in respect because. They don't say that. The Gen Z's were saying, it's, it's demanded too much that must I respect anybody? What if the person, look at what, look at an argument they now said, the Gen Z one said. They said, what if the elder stole the money? Should I still respect the person? And I think, ah, quite a good question. And the, look at what the elder said. Yes, as far as the person is older than you was, but, now let's, let me trade up to the church. What if it was you, what would you have said? You would have just said, ah, I can't respect that kind of person, right? I mean, what if the person stole the money and you know that this person is a thief? In fact, let me give you a story. When we were in church, when I was growing up in our church, then there was a brother who was in the choir. It's not a good example, but that person was known as a thief. In fact, everybody in the church feared him. That, hey, keep your thing from this brother. Keep your thing from this. How did the man communicate to, he, he, to the point that he has stolen my own thing before? And when he stole my stuff, there was just one person everybody said stole it. And we went to the pastor. The pastor said, we'll call him. Oh yeah, that thing you stole. Come and bring it back. <laughs> what I never asked. And the guy never left the church. He was he's stealing life with pride. Now, how am I going to respect that brother for stealing my tab? <laughs> no, and he came back to give me. You don't understand. It's not as if he dropped it somewhere and said, hey, <laughs> I don't know where he is now. But it's for years, he wore that tag of, I'm a thief. With pride. So that when you enter church like this, everybody, eh? You keep, <laughs> you just, <laughs> and it was a drama. So once he plays it, and he plays it well, like in fact there was nobody that could. If if he's not on the drum, you will know that something is missing. That was how good he was. If he was not on the drums, you will know that something is missing. But once he finished the drum, and it's just, everybody will just start. Hmm, hmm. Hey, keep your tin, no, keep your tin. <laughs> and he came back to give me the tab. He said, Well, take. <laughs> so when they asked that question in that stuff, and I remember that story. <laughs> and I thought to myself, and I asked myself, what did I do after the scenario? Because we were still in the same church. I needed his help at some point because he plays drum and we needed them to play drums as I was a president then, so I needed to talk to him. How did my relation? I just was more cautious. But I found that I had to still respect him. I had to still say good morning, sir. But even though it was not from my heart, I had to still keep saying it. I think it's what the, then the Gen Z people now said, no. And I remember that the thing, I almost believed the argument. Even though that me already made up my mind. Are you seeing, are you seeing information? I already made up my mind to answer the question myself. 
I didn't meet. So it was now when they were arguing, and I remember that ah, this thing has happened to me before. That somebody actually stole my in the church. I mean, in fact, we, me and my friends, we almost we anytime we see, him, we just say, mm, brother Martin, but I don't want to mention his name. I, 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 if I mention his name. I, I see people that listen to me are quite a lot in that place. People that listen to me from that church are still are a lot. So I'm sure that as I'm talking, that they will know who I'm talking about. As soon as you pick this message, you will know exactly who I'm talking about. Everyone knows who I'm talking about too. But I can't mention the name. Ah, when when at the mention of that guy's name, in fact, if you even your own Bible, keep it because if you steal it and go and sell it. Everything you have that is valuable, that you know that can be missing, that if it's missing, it will pay you, keep it. Because the way the guy does it, we don't know. Nobody has ever caught him running out there before. Nobody. Such a life. And I had to still respect him. But look at something now. Don't think, this is where I'm actually getting to. Don't think you are that immune. I, the way I got to it at this point was, some of you are saying, oh, I can't be an homosexual. It's a lie. <laughs> you just have to watch them convince you too much. And start, and what, what's the problem about those things? You will start thinking about it. And once you start thinking about it, just know you're about to be finished. Anything that makes you start thinking, ah, it's not bad now. This thing is not bad. Why can't I... I, I, I talk, it's just like people that drink alcohol or wear tattoos today. It's just like even the color of the tattoo or whatever design they got. Did you come from heaven with it? When you were born as a, as a child, were you born with the design of the tattoo you were, the, from when you were five years old, you didn't know the color of the tattoo? No, you saw it somewhere. You were influenced somehow. Someone say, I want to write Bible verse. You saw somebody wrote the Bible verse. No, say Jeremiah five for my mother's mouth. For Jeremiah, for my mother's uh, right, right for my mother's womb, he knew me. Ah, uh, and uh, we don't know you. We, uh, he said he knew me, but we don't know you in church. <laughs> At least if there's a place we should know you, we should be knowing you in church. He said for my mother's womb. That, somebody, somebody wrote it uh, that too. Say for my mother's womb. He said ah. I said you go to church. Say yeah, I'm a Christian, but I don't, I don't do church. Who knows you then? It says oh, my mother's womb. <laughs> People that they wrote, the guy that they wrote it for is a prophet. You, who are you in church? <laughs> See. So don't think. Someone say, I don't like tattoo, it's painful. Hmm. You have just not talked to people that do it a lot. The more you talk to them and you start thinking about it, you start doing it. That's all. You just have to. You just have to see it a lot. You don't have to watch the movies a lot. You just have to. That's why in the last couple of years, I've been more careful of what I watch. I've been more. I, I've told you before, if there's anything I don't watch, if you ridicule church to me, I can't watch you. If I know in that movie they're about to bash church, just know that I'm going to have my resentment towards that movie for life. Or if you make jest of a pastor in a movie, I can't watch you. Do you know why? Let, let me give you the main sincere reason why. Why I started, why I adopted that culture. I figured that something out some years ago. That anytime I'm on the pulpit and I'm preaching, 
I just think there's a way. Look at it, though. I just think there is a way. The people that are sitting down listening to me are perceiving me. I, and that thing just became so bad. And I became very insecure as a preacher. So, anytime I'm preaching, I'll be trying to be more careful. I'll, I'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Even if I give an example now, I'll be like, I'm so sorry I gave the example. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, ah, where did this come from? And I figured that it's because of the so many things I've watched about preachers and church. And the thing has now messed my mind up. Such that, even as, even as a preacher, I'll now be wondering that, ah, I'll now be thinking that, there's a way they are thinking about me when they are, nobody is thinking about me that way. Are you getting around? So, I, so I, since then, I told myself, never. I, I will say whatever I want to say, I'll get away with it. Nobody is paying me salary. <laughs> nobody. I will say it. If the rest is to happen, you'll be angry. But as far as it's the truth of God's word, I will say it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, don't think you are that immune that that's the problem that a lot of us think we have we think we got it oh we got it is it not to read is it not that book let me just read you know that ordinary lust you are struggling with it then you are all the books you are reading is romance all the kind of movies you are watching you see 18 plus in they will even tell you intense sexual violence <laughs> <To doom>. <laughs> <laughs> your problem continues <laughs> that's the meaning. Once you just do doom, that's all. Just know that problem continues. <laughs> you know, they told you you saw it. 18 plus. Intense sexual violence. Intense. They even tell you blurry sex scenes, nude scenes, nudity and violence. You can't do do doom. You now think you can escape it. <laughs> you can't. You cannot escape it. You have to stay off it for a while. You know, for me personally, I stopped reading. I took a break off secular books. I, 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 I read a lot. And I noticed that it could make me go crazy. And it was affecting some of my beliefs. So I took a long break. In fact, now I'm even, I'm even trying to get back into say I'm looking for somebody now that will motivate me. To start reading back those books. To start reading books. I took a break of um, whatever book it is. As far as it's a Christian book, that's what I want to read. It's the only Christian book I wanted to read. But as far as it is politics, so it's a book on anything, I do not want to read it again. I just took a break because I just noticed it was affecting me. Because I'm, I'm sorry that I quite... I, I know myself. I know how much I, I love knowledge and I can easily be influenced. So I just knew that, okay, this is wrong. This is really making me crazy. So I just stood, stood over it. And it has been for more than six, seven years now. And I'm not ready. To, I'm looking for, I'm even looking for motivation now. Somebody to, I'm looking for a reading partner now. That somebody will help me. Can we be reading this book together? Let me at least boost my brain again. You know? But that's me. Because I, you don't, don't deceive yourself. That's one thing I always tell people. Don't, don't think. Don't deceive yourself. Don't think you cannot lie. <laughs> Just watch a lot of movies that, that deceive people a lot and think about it. You will start doing it or move with liars. I remember, how did I start stealing when I was in primary school? <laughs> so, as a pastor, you stole before. Or you, did you not steal? 
did you not steal your mother's meat? Who did not steal his mother's meat here? Let me see. You. <laughs> Let me see. You did not steal your mother's meat. You did not steal any of your parents' thing. Let me see your hand. Wow. Wow. Some people are born again, no? Wait, let me see your hand again. You did not steal any of your parents' thing, your siblings' things. You're, you did not steal as a child. Let me see your hand. Ha! <laughs> Well, since some of you are saints, me, I'm not. <laughs> I stole to the point that my mother took me for deliverance service. <laughs> you know, she said, you're not going to school today. We are going for deliverance. She flogged me, tied me naked, flogged me, then said, we are going for deliverance service. Then we now go to deliverance service. Let me shock you. We go to the person that will deliver us. It's all these white garment people. And it's all this mountain. So as we got there, the woman just said, ah, I was still very small. The woman that wants to deliver me just said, ah, the guy I'm looking like is a pastor. My mother looked at me like, <laughs> who is it? Who are they talking about? My mother said, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm not saying the person at my back. My mother said, this one is still, he said, no, the person I'm seeing here, you see, he's going to be doing what I'm doing. He's going to be a pastor. What is it? <laughs> Prophetess. That's not why I came. <laughs> so, me too, I was just looking like this. The next day, I still stole. <laughs> ah, I remember the, the height of it for me was that in primary school, I went to a very rich primary school. I think that's the, if you are, if there's, a, if there's an advice I will give parents, if you, are, if you know that, you are not rich too much. Don't take your children to that point. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah, I say me the, the what I will carry to school is beans with one white rubbish cooler. Then I'm seeing and in my school then we had governor's children, people who are very wealthy, very wealthy. Ah, they will bring money. I mean, primary elementary school. Bring money they will spend. Ah, ah. <laughs> and you, you just be looking at all of the glory like this. Like everything is just flashing in your front, like what's going on? So I told one of my friends, I said, I can't stand it again. <laughs> I told one of my friends, I can't stand it again. So we must find a solution to this problem. So I just found out where my mother used to keep money. I did not know. It was like, you know, the devil, the devil knows your mind. And that's one thing that you don't know. Some people think that you are just immune. The devil knows your thoughts. So when you start thinking about it, you just project. I don't even know that that's, that's what actually happens. Even he's in the spirit now. He knows what is going on. So that's why you should not also deepen it. That's why the Bible says you meditate on the word. Because he knows what you are doing. He knows how to arrange you. If you if it is that you want to steal like this, don't worry. He will package you very well. He will just link you. And what will God also be doing? God will also be linking you to where you will hear the truth. And how you will be saved too. Only that you will not be fighting the spirit of the flesh. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's why I was just there. It was like, 
I did not, I don't used to wake up in the midnight as a young boy. But that day I just woke up in the midnight. I saw my mother counting money and put it there. Why did I wake up? And that time I now slept beside my mother. Why did I wake up that point? So I saw the money and I said, <laughs> finally, I'm made. So I started thinking of how everything I want to buy in school. And so I just stole it, beat it. I was so happy that day. I was so happy that I got to school, I spent my money. Everybody knew that. Ah, ah. It was the class teacher that observed. You know the class teachers know if the person is poor or rich. The class teacher was the one that observed that. Ah, something is wrong. So the class teacher called my parents. Hello? Ah, your son has been spending money. You know some people, some class teachers don't know how to be, to be a believer. Why would you be asking your parents that kind of... That's an, actually an insult. Are you getting But the guy too was bothered. Now, ah, we've not seen it was spend money. All of a sudden, you're just spending money. Hello? Ah, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'm really sorry. But I just needed to be sure that is everything okay. So me, I did not know the class has called. I just saw my mother in school. Suddenly, like rapture. Like I was just in class taking notes. I just saw my mother. Ah, I was just wondering what... what where did this go wrong? Where did things go wrong? So me, I just thought, ah, my mother wants to come and give me food as per I'm hungry, not knowing that me go, I'm ready enjoy life. So my mother just came to the class and just greeted my class teacher. I just said, Hi, I'm Benson, come out. Hey, ah. with the way they mention, you know they say, wait, they will mention your name if you have done good and if you have done bad. Hi, I'm Benson, come out. Hey! No, it's not Ayomide. Bensi Ayomide. That's how they It's the reverse. The next thing is slap. Bang, bang. I did not. You know, it's like, see. It's like, as you are coming out like this, even my, all the mates were wondering, ah, what happened? Just bang, bang, bang. Don't move me, carry my hair, move me down, finish me in the school. Say, you will meet me at home. Which money have you been spending? Which money? <laughs> Say, you will meet, those are the days that you don't be wondering, Lord, can you increase this school time? I don't want to go. As I got to my mother, I did tie that up, I waiting. Like, this was how she was waiting. So as I got to say, hey, hey, come here. <laughs> ah! I was, oh boy, let me leave the rest for later. So, don't think you cannot, you can't steal. Don't think so. Don't think that, oh, the people that are in prison, they are, they are better off than you. Say lie, oh. It's a big lie. It's a big lie. Do you think that the people that rape people, they want to do it? Do you think they, somebody will just naturally wake up in the morning and just say, I want to be a rapist? No, 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 no. He probably did not control his sexual appetite, one. He also probably did not watch his thoughts, watch, and he has probably watched so many pornographic movies. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then he just felt like, okay, nothing will go wrong. <laughs> then now he's in a, in, a, in a room with no window. Oh, I think they said there's window there now, but just a little... Just a passage, <laughs> a year flu. Now, so are you getting what I'm saying? Don't think you're that immune. Watch all your habits. 
when you when you find yourself doing something that is not good, ah, trace it. Where did this come from? Is it what I saw? Is it what I heard? Is it what I'm saying? Is it what I'm thinking? Where do, you can actually control it. You can. You can actually control every negative habit. You can. You can. You can control them if you are very cautious. Look at the story I just told you now on those people that were debating. And I said, I first made up my mind before they influenced me with their own decision. Me, I first made up my mind to answer the question first. I told myself, respect is whatever Gen Z you want to be. Even if it is generation 1 million, whatever it is, respect is still respect. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so, I just figured that. I see, these habits that we talk about, they are not, don't think you are immune. Don't think that tomorrow you can't be an homosexual. Don't think that tomorrow you can't be, you can't start fighting gay movement. Don't think that. Don't, don't, don't think that, oh, as a woman, you cannot become a man tomorrow. Don't think so. All you just have to do is surround yourself with the information. Think about it a lot. Have friends that do it. Stay with them so much. Let them convince you. Watch things so much. And that's all. Don't also think you can't become an atheist tomorrow. Oh, that's even the easiest. Just let God disappoint you. That's the easiest to become. Just, do not, just allow your prayers not to be answered. You pray, 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 pray. That's why I taught something on Sunday. You will see the you will see the effects of what I taught in the next in couple of years to come when there is no change as yet. Just that's even the easiest to become. I've met quite a number of people who will tell you. In fact, I can tell you with the way I've met people, I've not met quite a number, but I've met a, a reasonable number of atheists, and every almost every one of them started from church. Every one of them. Same with agnostics. They have a Christian background. What happened? Something. They started, and the problem is Google. And the, the thing I, I tell people is, Google is what you, is like saying, let me tell you, go and look for Ayomide Benson now. You will see it, go and look for Ayomide Benson. You will see it on Google. I did not put myself on Google. Why is he on Google? Because of our SoundCloud. Because of our Spotify. Because they put my name there. That's why I'm there. Because I have a Facebook account, that's why it's there. Because I have an, a LinkedIn account, because I, that's why it's there. It is a human innovation. Somebody wrote it. And look at something. I figured something late last year in theology. That many of these scholars that write things online, they don't belong to a local church. It's just their area of specialty. Let's say you meet a scholar now who is debating tight. That might be the only thing he knows in the Bible. And if you try to ask him any area again, he doesn't know. And I found out, I said, so these guys are actually that weak. So you don't know much and you are, and the way a theologian is, be, is programmed to be, they are programmed to debate, they are programmed to fight because they are always having arguments. So it's to prove a point. So many a times when we go online to go and read, eh, is God having this? That's why it's always with question. Is God having this? Then you are finding, you are reading a thought pattern of somebody who is trying to fight you, who is trying to debate you and convince you. So you will keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. And I've told you, informations are backed by spirits. Is it that Holy Ghost? 
or devil or demons, either of the two. There's no neutral spirit. Informations are backed by spirit. Then you keep reading. You keep reading. Then you now say, I don't even believe God again. See? That's all. And the reason is because of disappointments too. God did not answer you. You felt like God did not answer your prayer. That ah, I prayed. I fasted. I did everything right. I went to church. I gave. In fact, I even started sweeping church. Ah, ah, God, you did me this way. Then the devil is already wondering. Finally, we have a target. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Then you, suddenly, there will just be a YouTube video. Four minutes YouTube video. Why did God decide to show you Shege? Having prayed, you click on it, you say, hmm. Then the person will be telling you, don't serve him. He's not a real God. Because if he's a real God, why is he not, why did he not answer your prayer? You say, I said it too. Why can't, why, why have we not seen him before? Then they will now say, that pastor, those people that are saying it, they are fake. You two say, I said it. Is it not which pastor wear be, have beards? <laughs> <laughs> then you just, you, they will start programming your head. Then the next thing is, I don't believe God again. That's all. I sat, I sat someone that I said, hmm. if I was telling me something, there was one brother we both know. This guy was very sad. In fact, he was the one that got him saved. I got him. And he said, the guy does not speak in tongues again. I said, why? <laughs> I said, I know what he heard. I said, that same thing, I can teach it. I said, I, it's, I, I told him, hold on. I told him, I said, hold on. Let me tell you what he heard. And he said, I said, he said, how do you know? I said, this debate, I've been in that debate for a while. I said, and I'm going to address it in, I said, I, I, that was last year. I said, I'm going to address it this year. I said, I know what exactly he heard. And the guy said, he doesn't speak it. He doesn't believe in speaking it. I said, he's mad. You spoke in something. You gave interpretation. You now say it's not right again. It doesn't relate. So I now say, okay. And I told him, I said, so now that he's not speaking in tongues, does he want to tear away from his Bible, 1 Corinthians 14? Or is it that he will, he will be skipping that area? Or where Paul said, I thank my God, I speak in tongues more than you. He will tear it away from the Bible and say, it's wrong. Or 1 Corinthians 14, 39, forbid not to speak with tongues. You will tear that part away. I just put, you just, you just, where's that thing they used to do? Just tipest it away. I say, Bible, this side of limits. Are you, are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? I told him, I told him, I said, it does not make, he just surrounded himself with the wrong information. That, and that's where the devil gets people the most. You see somebody coming to church, coming to church, coming to church, then the next thing is, I'm not coming. Why? I just don't believe that. God is in a place. Eh. So where is he? Your room? I mean, you can just fellowship online. Ah. Because everybody is watching service online too now. Then the devil too, then you now, you now go, in fact, there's a series I want to do this year. Maybe not this year. The online church. So when you click on it, you think I'm saying it's online. By the time you are done, you, you dust your bank. <laughs> and you run to a nearby church. Because it does not mean... You say you are watching, you say you, you, you attended the service online. You did not attend. You watch people serve God online. That's what happened. You watched how people served God online. 
you are in your toilet seat. You say, oh wow, the praise and worship is good. And you are you attended the service. You cover blanket in your head and say, and they say, lift up your hand. You did not open Bible. You're just looking at them and say, wow. And you're wondering why is the camera just focusing on the pastor alone? They are not showing the other congregation. In fact, you even doze off. And you come back and say, wow, glory, glory. And you say you attended the service. No. You attended people, you watched how people served God. But do you know that in this our world, because, and why am I saying this? We live in a world that, see, let me tell you, and it's not changing. Information is endless. It's, it's different from the last five years. It's different from the last 10 years where information were still limited. Now we live in a world of, we can't even control the bait of information we have again. It's not, it's, in fact, I told you, I said, I, I watched something in January 1st, um, the AI thing. We are the people that created the AI said, if we told you we are not scared of this thing we created, we are lying. AI now designs things now. AI does everything. You see a picture now, you don't think it's AI design. AI can snap you. AI can do everything. See, if you have assignment to do now, give AI. If you have something to do, give AI. If the one that pay me the most is when they say, here I should be preaching. Brethren, how does AI want to minister to you? But watch, people will soon start accepting it and everybody say, this is church. People will start, especially, especially this is our country. People will start doing it now and they will say, everybody will start saying, I said it, that's church. Hey, not all this Greek word is this, Hebrew word is this. No, can the AI just minister to us? And everybody will start, you will soon start seeing the debate online. And you too, that the devil is trying to get before, you will start reading. Say, hey, I never see it this way. Why did you decide to not see it? <laughs> so Sorry, this, why did you not see it that way? So don't think you are immune. Don't think you cannot become a Muslim. Don't think so. Just fellowship around strong ones. <coughs> fellowship around strong. And you know the, the funniest thing? Because you don't have the answers to many questions in your Bible. You now feel like, hmm, these guys are making sense. <laughs> I never saw it that way. They started seeing the Quran the way. <laughs> they started seeing Allah the way. Don't, don't think you are, don't, just fellowship around them for so long. You will believe it die. You will not know when you start doing Allah, you will not know. You will not know. You will just buy your mat, buy your ketu, buy, buy, <laughs> and start doing surah. <laughs> you will not know. You find yourself too in the airport. You want to fly. You just say, let me quickly pray. Let me quickly step into my mat. I don't know what country I was in. I think it was Amsterdam. Was it Amsterdam or Germany? Either of the two. It should be either Amsterdam or Germany. I was there. I said, you know, there's always these interfaith things in, in the airport. I said, let me, let me go there. But I noticed that most of those interfaiths in those places are Muslims have taken over those things. 
So anytime me I go there, me I will stay there with my own Bible and start shouting in tongues before any Muslim comes. So me I used to I used to be interrogated about it. So I don't notice that. So this was what I saw in that country. I noticed that 3 p.m. It was not a Muslim country, but I just noticed that every people just put their mats and they were praying. Ah. Me that I've been looking for a way to express my own. I just pull your piece. Mando Bragada Samara! Oh, Samara Bragada Bada! I just said everything. I don't care. I close my eyes. Jimmy, he's the person I see you that you look at. That you wish out. I just close my eyes. Rado Shah! And I play, I play something that will be very loud. That will not make me hear anything. I will not even make me feel like I'm in the airport. I, I was very, I know those things to play. I just played it. So, since we are all, let's go be all stupid together. <laughs> Since we are all mad, let's all be one. Let everybody this year for be mad. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I, I used to like things like that. When I see a challenge like that, hey, I do my own. When I see people just say, free, I'll just, if somebody stops me, I say, I'm free, I'll just say, I'll, I'll just point. And I make sure I was not too far. <laughs> so because I know that police, those police are very wicked. Police in the Europe world are wicked. All those Germany, London. Once you shout too much in the airport, they will bond you out. I know those people are very wicked. The police are always very active. They are looking for who to arrest. Like it's like it's like it's their it's like it's their it's their realm. They are just looking for who is in trouble and who is not in trouble. So I had I was already prepared that in case they come for me or something, I'll just point. Uh, it's the same thing. They are having their God, I'm having my own. <laughs> so I was ready for it. So all I was just opening my mind to see is if they've not finished. It's so that when we finish, we all finish together. So that I will not, you know, that's when the devil will now come and say, <laughs> there's nobody that they can catch, you know, so that we won't catch all of us together. Yeah. Don't think, don't, don't think you're immune. Don't think so. Just fellowship around them. Go to their mosque for one week or one month. Keep going, keep going, keep going. So, so, so I want to keep an open mind. That's the height of problem. That statement is the height of problem. I'm telling you, I just keep an open mind. The mind was not meant to be opened. It was meant to be renewed. I just want to keep an open mind. Ha! Hey, they always say, Oshie, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for welcoming me, at least. <laughs> Just, I mean, thank you for at least bringing me in. That's all the devil just needs to do. Keep an open mind. Then when you keep that open mind, you say, I'm open-minded with my religion. That's how I met somebody. I said, do you believe in God? He said, I believe in everything. I said, I don't understand. He said, I believe in God. I believe in Allah. I believe there's no God. I said, bro. I said, sit down. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> he said, I believe in Buddha. I believe, ah, wait. <laughs> Wait, do you believe in God? He said, I believe in everything God. As far as they are worshipping it. I said, so you believe in Shintoism? He said, yes. He said, believe <laughs> I said, where did, you, where did you get this belief from? He said, I just figured that since everybody is. So if anybody comes to me that, are you a this? I'll just tell them, yes. Are you a Shintoism? Yes. Are you a Muslim? Yes. Are you a this? Yes. Say because the religious are too much in the world. So I just feel like we can keep an open mind to everything. I said, ah, oh, come, sit down. You have to choose one. 
You have to choose one now. Are you getting what I'm saying? So don't think you are that immune. Don't think so. Don't think, you, you, don't even you don't even understand your 66 books. You are looking for what's lost. You are looking for the lost book. You are saying, ah, Pastor, but they are apocrypha. Ah, you have not even finished Genesis to Revelation. You don't even understand. If they ask you what happened in the creation story, you say, ah, the beginning, the beginning. Do you, okay, what happened when he says he created man? What, who is the man? Ah, I don't know. But you are looking for apocrypha. You are looking for lost books. You see why you are lost? You say, Pastor, but the lost books, the one that is found, you have not finished it. You don't even understand it. They ask you what happened in Zephaniah. You say, is it in the Bible? No, he's lost. <laughs> you don't know what happened in Zephaniah. You are looking for what's in the lost book. And you see that? We are the ones that do, we are the ones that are doing ourselves. Are you getting what I'm saying? So don't think. And I don't know why I'm staying so long on this. Don't think you are that immune. Don't think any see, know something. By the time you click on that to do, just know it wants to influence you. So you are the one that will decide and say, this thing, you know, this I tell myself. Movies for me is entertainment. I am not trying to learn anything from a movie. If I cannot learn it from God's word, that's all. You know, you must sit yourself down. That's the way I sat myself down many years ago. I don't watch a movie and say, I learned this. No. Or I learned this about my faith. I learned, oh, wow, it's good to be this. Anything my Bible has not taught me, I'm content. I will learn it later. I'm not so being, I'm not, I'm, I'm not those type of Christians that I'm so binge on a Christian movie. But many of those Christian movies, sometimes, they are not doctrinally right. They are just acting movies to psych your emotions. I mean, I'm not 100% of those, I mean, I, I, mean, I watch anyone as far as it's not vulgar, it's not, it doesn't have all these sexual things and all that. I would oh, watch it as far as it talks about politics, it talks about football. It talks about basic things in life. <laughs> but I'm, I will not watch a movie that will not teach me my Christian faith. Mm, no. I'm content with what I'm learning in God's word. That's why I will study the word. That's why I will ah, I didn't get to what I'm saying. So I'm not, so if I watch a movie, I'm not trying to learn, oh wow, so it's good to now go and serve God this way. So all the ones that have been serving God in church. I will not be saying we keep an open mind. Me for me, when I want to Play anything, entertainment, relax. Once you are done, switch up and go. That's all. You will know how to condition your brain. Program your mind. Because don't think you are immune. Me, Ayobiensi, that is preaching to you today. If I don't watch myself well, I can become an atheist. I can become an agnostic. If I don't watch myself very well, Everything I've taught you about the charismatic ministry, I can doubt it. That's the truth. Thomas was with Jesus all the time. He heard Jesus preach, yet he did not believe he rose from the dead. He said, until I touched his hand. So, not, not, you that you are no more, you that you are not Thomas. You that you did not even see the Jesus physically. <laughs> not to not talk of somebody that saw the Jesus physically. You don't understand. They saw the same Jesus. The same things he was teaching them. They saw everything he taught them. Happen right in, their, in the front of their eyes. And yet, this was a no. You think it's only Thomas that was in that shoe? It's only Thomas that vocalized his own now. 
Oh, you don't know? It's only Thomas that vocalized his own. They only brought out Thomas' voice. Others was thinking the same way. Not really. Are you getting what I said? Not to not talk of you that you have not seen the same Jesus you are serving. And this is what I tell people. The same, have you seen Buddha? Even the devil, have you seen him? <laughs> have you, the Allah you are saying is, have you seen him? We are all serving a God that we have not seen. It's so supernatural. This supernatural. No, so don't think you are that. So, so you will not see someone say, I believe in science. Ah, That's how I sit, sat one guy down. He said, I believe in science. Say they shot the boom. I said, okay. Who was the person that created the boom? He said, mm-mm. I believe the world was formed from a boom, from a bang. I said, okay. He said it was shot from a bang. I said, who shot the bang? He said, the, 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 the bang was just... I said, wait. That bang, who created the bang? He said, um... You will just die. You don't know this God. Just go outside. Look at the trees. Look at the grass. Look at the ground. Look at the sky. It's God. It's not devil. Devil, because devil, devil is not that beautiful to create it. It's God. Look at planes. It's God. He put everything on, on the earth here so that man will discover it. Look at this building. It's God. He put everything. Nobody was born with, with wood, I be with stone, I be with um, with construction company. Everything was on this earth. So it's God. So when I say, I don't believe there is God. Sorry, you. Sorry. Bye-bye. So don't think. And let me tell you, I've always told you. That's why I teach you people. The truth from God's word. Storms of life will come. Challenges will also come. Expect it. I told you in the, in the, in the New Year service, 31st. I said, expect challenges. Expect storms. Expect, don't think that because you're a Christian, it will not come. That's the fallacy that a lot of Christians have. The way they, when they now see the storm, they don't know how to undo it. They now say, God is not good. Why do you say God is not good? Even Jesus experienced storm. He only calmed the storm down. I said, God is not good. It's just the philosophy of life. As far as you are a human being, your body will go frail. You will be sick. You will have sometimes your body will function, your body will not function. That's why your body gets tired. So it's now, it will not be so crazy for somebody to say, he eh, doesn't fall sick. Nothing happens to his body. That's a lie. As far as your body can go bigger, sometimes you can go skinny at some point. You go to the gym. It's just that these things are normal phenomenon of life. And these are things you must expect. So when people now pray, they say that your prayer is not answered. They say, God is not good. I tell them, have you prayed for 10 years? I say, God is not good. I say, do you know how long we've been saying? This is the first. Do you know how long we've been saying Jesus is coming? Jesus is coming. 2024. He has still not come. But we believe he's going to come. So how why can't you believe in your own problem? That there will be a solution one day. Abraham, at 100 years, did not have a child and he believed God. Are you 100 years yet? Ah. Are you 100 years yet? Then you say your prayer is not answered. I'm leaving church. Are you 100 years yet? Is your body dead? The way the writer of Romans said it, he said, he considered not the deadness of Sarah's womb. That means, eh? Nothing could show again. She has, she has passed menopause. 
He said, no, but God still had his way. He said, are you that age? So why can't you believe God? You know, I told you, God is not a magician. He is not. I don't expect him to be. Are you getting what I'm saying? So always don't think, like I said, that you're in it. Don't think that tomorrow you cannot stop talking in tongues. It's a lie. You just have to flow with people that are not talking in tongues. You just have to follow the people that are not talking in tongues. And let them convince you so much that the charismatic gifts does not exist. I'm going to deal with that this year anyway. Talk a lot on the charismatic. I'm going to explain tongues properly from the scriptures. By the time I'm done, you but before I even finish, you will have been speaking in tongues. Because you will see that it's true. It's God's gift. It's the newness of the new creation. So, so I say, I don't believe in healing. Because you have never been sick before. Me, I've been sick before and I've been healed. Supernaturally. I've prayed for the sick before and they receive healing. Supernaturally. You cannot tell me that God does not heal. Whatever power healed that thing, that's the power I'm serving. Are you getting what I'm saying? So don't think. So this this one this one assignment that I I, I, I would to give you. Settle all the ungodly habits in you. Itemize them. Sit yourself down. Don't deceive yourself. No, okay, this is the issue I'm going through. Where did this come from? Where did this desire come from? Where did this come from? Can this be curbed? Yes. How? If I stop feeding on it, if I stop giving it attention, that's all. That is all. That's all. So this will lead me into something that I wanted to explain to us today. How does temptation come? Look at in James 1. Look at James 1. Are we learning something tonight? Are we sure? Are we in church? Is this blessing you? Alright, look at James 1. I, I, I would love to explain this James 1 very well, but for the sake of my time, I would skip a lot of things in the explanation. I wanted to do like a grammatical analysis of James today, but I'll probably do it some other time. I think I've done it before. If you listen to probably Why the Anger, I think, or Walking in the Spirit. Huh? Yeah, a grammatical analysis of James 1, 13 to 15. I think I've done it. I think if you listen to Walking in the Spirit, I think you will see it there. I thought Walking in the Spirit like two, three years ago. Look at in James 1. I wanted to do like a grammatical analysis, but I'll skip it. Look at James 1 verse 13 to 15. It says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I'm tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and is enticed. And when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Now, the background of this explanation boils down to Genesis. Genesis 2, verse 16 to 17. That was the background. Where the Lord said, out of every tree, he has commanded man to eat freely and all of those things. Then in, you will see a further explanation in Genesis 3, 1 to 6. Where the serpent um, influenced the woman to eat. And the thumbs eat of this tree and not eat of this tree were images. When you see, when you read in Genesis, when you say you should eat of this tree, you should not eat of this tree, they were images used by the writer to explain faith and unbelief. So when he says, if you eat of this tree, if you don't eat of this tree, 
there were images used by the writer of Genesis to explain faith and unbelief. A lot of people think there is a physical tree. It cannot be a physical tree. It's, no fruit can make somebody no fruit makes somebody a sinner. That's that cannot be. They were whole images. There's a, it's a mode of communication. So that's to show us. So now, did, where did James get? Remember, I always tell us the writers of the New Testament were talking from the Old Testament. So when he says, "Let no man say when he's tempted, he is tempted of God," for no man, he says, "I am." He says, "For when he's tempted, he's tempted of God. For God cannot tempt any man." A lot of people used to believe that it was God who tempted Adam and Eve. That why did he tell them? He should have just kept quiet. I remember I've heard that theology or argument before. <laughs> he should have just told them. He's, and I, this is what I now told somebody recently. I was having a conversation with someone last week, and I told someone, I said, when is on this on a pack of cigarettes, there's a statement they write there. I've never smoked before. Never. <laughs> but I know it. Smokers are liable to die young. And I say, ah, why did they tell you? When and you too, you still buy the smoking thing and still be smoking. So you know what you are doing and you know the repercussion of what you are doing, but yet you are still doing it. It's just like weed today. Weed is medicinal. They use it in some hospitals, right? To do certain things. But the misuse of weed today is what has become a problem. It's just like all these things that people say, oncolos, oncolos, oncolos. <laughs> In fact, there's something that, they, that people that I found out was it late last year or early last year that people do. That is um, something gas, um, maybe laughing gas or something that they are, they are healing it or something. And they are misusing those things. Those things are supposed to be medicinal. So it shows us that everything has its pros and cons. And it's basically, God was not basically trying to tempt them. He was just telling them the repercussions. Just like an area of thing we have to deal with that we will soon study very soon. Causes. A lot of people think God cost man. No, 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 no. God has never cost before. He can't do evil. Why? It was the causes that you see that looks like it cost them. It's only a repercussion. That because you have done this, this is the consequences of your action. Okay, women will not be doing this. Men will not be working this. That's all. It was not a cause. It was a cause and effect. Like, this is what you do. This is the repercussion of what, you, what is happening. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So, a lot of people are saying, God tempted. No, 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 no. God cannot tempt man. It's just basically, it's like telling you, um, it's like telling you, um, your phone, people tell you, don't charge your, don't sleep beside charging your phone. Where you are charging your phone, you can smoke and you can roast to hell from there or roast to heaven, whatever destination you have chosen before then. But now, watch it. Does that mean you should not have charge your phone again? Just don't use it. When you are probably when water is in your hands, how many of you your phone has shocked you before when water is in your hand, or when it's too full? Uh, me, me, who has shocked me before? In fact, that's the reason why I use case, not because of falling down, because of shocking me. Yes, I found out that my phone shocks me when it's too full. If I don't have a case, 
when it's too full and when is when I probably water is in my hands. Just so I just so that's when I say I beg, let me return my case back. Not because you told me to use it, because it has shocked me too much. <laughs> and I just reminded myself that mm, I want to live long. <laughs> I don't really like case. But it's a caution. So now watch something. So the writers, so the writer's narrative was Adam and Eve who disobeyed God and they disobeyed the voice of God and he resulted into death. But observe something. A serpent who was speaking in that Genesis issue. And a serpent does not talk to human beings. So that shows it was not refined to a physical serpent. Now you see how this leads to something I'm getting to. Now, but what was the writer's description? He says serpent, and it's opposed to what God said to man. That is, the serpent opposed to what God said to man. Then in Genesis 3, verse 13 to 14, let's go there. Look at what Eve said. Eve said something very key. She said that the serpent beguiled me. Mm. I, 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 he said, look at, look, look at what she said. Genesis 3 verse 13. He said that the Lord God said to the woman that, you see, the man said, you know, let's look at verse 13. Genesis 3 13. And Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. And God said unto thee, because thou hast done this, thou hast cursed. It's see that it's not God cursing them. He's just saying, this is your repercussion. Are you seeing it? Because you have done this. All right. Now, see. But look at something that she says. She says, the serpent beguiled me. Mm. That implies deception. And the description of serpent in the same book has been an idiomatic expression and has been a, a word for deception. In fact, when you see the word serpent, it means, in the Hebrew language, it means to cause another to stumble, which can be done via deception and opposition. So, when he says, the serpent beguiled me, how did the writer explain it in Genesis? He explained that deception or opposition as words. Something seen with words, with human interaction. So that means, look at me, and look at where I'm going to. Don't think, and remember what I said, of don't think you are immune. See, the serpent is still actively present. That you are not seeing the devil physically doesn't mean he is not working. We live in a supernatural world. I've always said this. And that means, uh, some people used to think that heaven is a destination. That heaven is, if you, if you go over the sky, if you go over the sky, it's there. No. Heaven is from the Hebrew word Shammai. It just simply means the immaterial world. It's not a destination. It simply means the immaterial world. That is the spirit. That's heaven. So everybody that is bringing the concept of building something somewhere, they are just, I don't know. It's just lack of proper Bible interpretation. They say there's one house for you there. Can they build the house in the spirit? Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. So now, because you are in the spirit, and because man is actually a supernatural being in himself, there is still an interaction going on every time. Netflix is an interaction. Hope you know. Your phone is an interaction. The things you read is another interaction. And what happened? And let me tell you, it could be the friends you have. That can be an interaction. And what happened? The serpent has beguiled you. Just like just like Eve, just like Adam, 
is still the same thing. Remember, it's not that they ate a physical fruit. It was only an interaction they had. So, when he says in James 1, 13 to 15, he explains something. He says, let no man think. Say, when he's tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot tempt any man. He now says, for God cannot tempt any man with evil, neither tempt he any man. Now says in verse 14, every man is tempted when he's drawn away with his own lust and enticed. He says, every man is tempted when he's drawn away with his own lust and enticed. And he now says in verse 15, when lust is conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when it is finished, it bringeth forth death. Do you see that? That's the same Genesis narration. Sin led to death also in Genesis. Now, this is to show you that it is always an interaction. What did, this, what did Eve do? She just had to speak to the serpent. Many at times, we just, it might just be somebody's WhatsApp status we are constantly checking. And that's the serpent to us. That's, it could just be one particular page on an Instagram you are checking and that's the serpent to you. It could just be one particular show you love and you know that that show messes with your mind so much and that's the serpent to you. That's the interaction you are having. So many of us are not sensitive to understand these issues. So, and look at the words, the way serpent was described in scriptures. It was described in Genesis 49 verse 1 to 2. It was described as other and it means somebody who twists things. It twists words. Even when you see, the same way, I think I've, I've thought this several times. Um, you can listen to You Are Not Born a Sinner. You can listen to uh, Rebellion of Genesis um, 3, Genesis. You'll see all of those things there. Even when Moses spoke about him in the Theonomy and the Psalms, it refers to when the serpent is being explained or the devil. You know, they call him the accuser. How will they use accuser? Accuser said, so whenever we accuse you, we use words. So how does the serpent work? He works through venomous words, poisonous words, words that will destroy you, words that will condemn you, words that are evil words, words that will cause you to stumble. So let me tell you what the devil does now. That's why, if you notice what the scripture says in um, the parable of the sower, what Jesus explained in the parable of the sower, he says that when a sower sows a seed, he says, if it is not well germinated and everything, he says, there will be someone, the, the evil one will come and steal that thing away. So it's just like what you are hearing now. Let me tell you, the devil does not like it. Just know. But what will it do? You will make you, you will probably forget. And that's why you have to meditate so that you don't forget. You have to meditate a lot of the word. Think about what I said or what I've been saying or what I've been teaching. That's how to grow spiritually. Meditation. Just think through the word. Instead of thinking through how you will have money, how you will, which is not bad, or how one money from heaven will come. Just think the word. Now, how does it work? Venomous words. Many a times we, are, we don't know is very subtle. A venomous word, let me tell you, does not come as a venomous word. It does not. That conversation that wants you to be a gay will not come as, be a gay now. It will not come. 
That conversation I want you to turn yourself from a woman to a man. Or from a man to a woman. It will not come like, oh yeah, be a man now. Be a woman. If it comes that way, you will easily detect it. Then that's not deception. Deception is subtle. It will progress. You will first like the person. That's why, imagine a believer saying he's, he's falling in love with a Muslim. And you expect that you will not, and you expect that you want to grow spiritually. How? No, tell me how. <laughs> and you expect that you will not backslide one day. You say you fall in love. Who? Hatist. <laughs> who is your lover? Who, who are you catching feelings for? An atheist. <laughs> Bro, say bye. Kiss your Christianity goodbye. That's venomous word. It will let you fall in love. Then from there, you will start having conversations. Then you, you will still be rigid. You still be saying, no, Jesus is this, Jesus is this. You say, let's forget the conversation, let's forget. Then you will say, how was your night? How was your night? It was nice. Then one thing will come up. Maybe, maybe you post a post on social media. Then he say, hmm. He commented. He say, hmm. You post, ah, Jesus is Lord, prayer is the key, this and that and that. Then you just write, hmm. He did not say anything, just right. He just commented on that. Hmm. Then when you put now spoke on phone, he said, you put he said, hey babe, what's up? Because you already caught feelings. What's up? How's everything going? I'm good in love. Um, how are you, sugar? How are you? Nice. He said, ah, that post you wrote on WhatsApp. He said, prayer is, ah, we, we have to pray long, you know? Jesus prayed long. Why? Can't God just hear my heart? Ah. And you too start thinking it. It's true now. But he sees everything. He says, see that watcheth over Israel. Never sleep or sleep. <laughs> 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 then you start reading. Because there's, see, let me tell you. There's no, see. There's no scripture you're looking for. To, to do anything in this life, you will not find. That's why you have to be honest. Then you don't say, ah. You know, I say, ah, can't he just hear you out? Do you have to pray? Do you really have to pray? I mean, didn't the same Bible, and you that you don't know the Bible before, that you are still struggling as a Christian. You know, go ahead, man. Didn't the Bible say he knows the strand of your hair? He knows every thought that you think. So why can't he just answer me from my thoughts? He said, hmm, I never saw it that way. <laughs> Step one. So, you too, you want to pray. You just think. Lord, maybe you know my thoughts. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> and you sleep off. <laughs> you sleep off. Morning too. Instead for you to say good morning, Lord. Or in the morning. You think it. Amen. <laughs> Night too. What you get here? <laughs> now you think it again. That's not so. When we say so in the church now, watch. That's the next Sunday. The pastor now say, "Brethren, you are not even praying. You are not shouting. You should lift your voice." The question now comes to your heart: Why are we lifting our voice? Then watch. Look at how the devil is doing you. The usher that told you to not sit down 
in the seat where you sat. Maybe you you struggle with the usher. You say you want to sit here. The usher says, "Go to the front." You see, so you just went to the front. You now sight the usher shouting because you're already angry. So when the pastor said, "Lift your voice and pray," so you saw the pastor. Ah, yeah, you saw the usher. You say, "This one is a Christian." Then the, this, the devil is packaging you. So you, you are just there. You are talking to God in your heart. So you are like this. So, so that they will not say you are not doing anything. You two are just... And it's looking like you are eating. Because remember the stages. Step one. Prayer is the key. Hmm. Does, do you have to really pray? Then you bring it to church. Then everything the pastor is saying, because you already have problem with the pastor already. Imagine the pastor already offended you two weeks before then. And you are somebody that has not forgiven. So when the pastor is even preaching, and that day the sermon is now on prayer. And that's it. What is men of God? I knew it. What is men of God? So you got to. They ask you, the boy that did not go to church, the babe that did not go to church, how was service today? It was just somehow, you know, I've always told you. The babe was like, I've always told you. All these trust things. I don't know why you just. I mean, I, I know that God will touch your heart too. Because it is also mentioned God. I remember I watched Squid Game where that stupid guy said, I'm an atheist, but thank God, not thank God. <laughs> they also mentioned, say, I, I just know God will touch your heart, all of those things. Then you two say, well, I'll just see. So, midweek service. You are free at 7 p.m. You not come again. Why? You watch online. It just felt like the usher, the pastor, prayer, your boyfriend. So, the devil is packaging you. So another day, you saw one post that is good. You reposted it again. The Bible is the word of God. Every other book from the Bible is fake. You reposted it. Your boyfriend came again. Hmm. Hey, babe, what's up? You good? Ah, that your post. You know there are some lost books. Ah, then you start arguing again. This Bible, do we really have to believe the Bible? And then from there, this way, it's true. Babe, let's just go and, let's, what are you having for dinner? Can we meet up from there? Can we meet up on a Sunday? And you say, ah, but I have service. What's so special about the church? Is it not that same pastor? That is beard. What did he want to say? Bible, the Greek word is the Hebrew word is this. In my righteousness. Is that not how they will sing? Sing it at home. Or sing it in your heart. From there, you do not come to church. You know, and you know, you and I know something. If you do not, if you miss us for two weeks, there's one spirit that will not make you want to come back. I don't even know that thing. Ah. Oh, just miss it for two weeks. There's just one devil that will just you have. What do you want to go and do? <laughs> Have you not missed it for two weeks? Is it not enough? Then from there, it is in his blowing. Then one sister comes to you, check up on you. We've not been seeing in church that same usher. 
is the pastor now sent that same usher that offended you the day you came to church to come and check on you? Why have you not been in church? You just start giving attitude. Nothing, I'm fine. I'm just good. I mean, sister, how is everything? I'm fine. No, there's no problem. And you're not fine. No. I'm just okay. Uh, no, sister, we are neighbors. I'm fine. I'm just I'm okay. It is him is calling you. You know, we, we sang a song, Jesus is calling you. This way, it is him is calling you. From there. They say, so are we going to see you next Sunday? And I'm going to check my schedule. Nothing is on your schedule. Nothing. I'm going to check my schedule. <laughs> I'm just going to check my schedule. I'm just going to think about it. Um, I'll try. I'm not promising. I'm, I'm really not promising, but I'll try my best. <laughs> I'm not promising, but I'll try my best. And that Sunday, the person that came late, when we are singing, he, at the end of the service, oh, somebody said, hug them. Oh, the person just saw that everybody, oh, bye-bye. I came. So you, you not check out the person. I came, but it's just that you put a finished service. Yeah. And from there, the boyfriend is like, can we travel out of town? Let's just do a weekend getaway. And from that weekend getaway, the weekend getaway will last from Sunday to Sunday. You cruise your Christianity away in the getaway. <laughs> Then by the time you came back, you started reasoning. And that's it. That's the, gener- that's the genesis of many people today. They fell in love and they, their, their Christian faith went. So they now came, they now remember God when they broke their heart. <laughs> that's the truth. Deception does not come as I am deception. Welcome me home. Nope. It comes subtly. Watch your association. Watch the kind of men you like. Tall, dark, and handsome. That might be the way the devil is coming. Fine babe. For the men, fine babe. Ah, she should be fine. And when she's fine like that, she, she's fine, but she does not pray. Fine, but she does not know. One, by one verse like this. Yes, what's John 3 16? For God so loved the John. For John so loved the God. <laughs> Nothing. And that's basically like you say, I will change her. Like say you're a paraclete. Paracletos. The new Holy Spirit. That wants to change people. Say, ah, I will change him. Ah, I will change him. I will just be praying. And at the end of the day, it's you that now become changed. <laughs> that's how deception works. And that, essentially, this is our world. That's how it works. So you just come with a relationship. One boy will just be disturbing you. Who is the boy? He's not a brother. He's not disturbing you for Bible study. He's not disturbing you for prayer meeting. He's disturbing you for hangout. Just like Judas. You just got to hang away your Christianity. He said, let's go hangout. Let's hangout. Hangout. And from the hangout, you're, ah. You know, the way the guy talked. I just like his voice. He's so deep. Ah. Ah. And from there, you cannot sleep again in the night. You put chatting overnight. Your prayer time, you plan that every 12 to 1, you'll be praying. So that day, the first day, because of the way you put are chatting, and you know there's a chat that will be intense. 
So you just drop the phone down. Rubble say I can be praying, I'll be chatting. He's laughing. Wow, it's so funny. Wow, it's so cute. From there, your, your prayer life is going. The next day, he's why is it 12 o'clock? He's always chatting you. Next day, two, three days. You say, I will postpone, I will shift it. Let me walk around the time. You know, pastors taught us that, you know, shift it to another time. So that other time, you are now sleepy because you are falling in love. Deception. <laughs> Hallelujah. As funny as what I'm saying is, is it true though? I've been a pastor for a while. I mean, for some, I mean, for a while, and I can, I can tell you stories. Some people have lost their Christianity because of they fall in love. <laughs> because of falling in love. I, I know. The, just watch it. When one sister becomes committed and she's not too committed too much, the one boy is talking. Just, just I know. I experience. I've been on this game for this 16 years. <laughs> I started as a teenager, so I know what I'm talking about. There's just, just somebody. There's just one person they are talking to. When you see somebody that just started, somebody would have loved the church and start fighting the church and just say, that church is evil. Somebody influence the person. Nobody just wake up in the morning and just say that church is evil, that pastor is evil. That's why I don't, I don't believe, I don't bother my head with critics about churches and pastors. They say, I've been in that church for 15 years then, so I can tell you the pastor is evil. Why did you leave? The devil just wanted to use you. That's all. You just allow the devil to use you. I don't bother my head with those stories. Somebody somewhere instigated it. That's all. Are you getting what I'm saying? No deception comes as deception. If Eve knew, you think even Eve knew that, um, let's assume it was a physical tree. And the devil came and said, guy, go and touch that tree. Take the fruit. You think he will not, he will not, uh, look at the way they started. As God really said, it will start gently. Because the devil, see, and let me tell you something. Many of you used to think that you got it. That's the worst mistake you should ever have. That's the worst deception you should ever have of yourself. Don't ever think you got it. I think I was, me too, I was made that mistake before. You got it. No, you don't do. You don't got it. Let God Allah help you got it. You don't got it. See, so you got it. Then from you, you got it. The, the you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it to hell. No, see. I don't even bless you this evening. Hallelujah. See, are you, are you getting what I'm saying, guys? That you got it, you got it, you got it. The devil is just, you can't be, see, he's very experienced. He's older than the oldest on this earth. He has been on this earth long before your father, 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 father. So he knows every means to get you. He's, see, if there's anything the devil uses, experience. And that's why as a pastor, that's why 
That's why one of the criteria of a pastor that Paul told is that a, a bishop must not be a novice. He must be somebody who is always also experienced to have been able to gauge things too. Because that's how he uses. So is the devil is very predictable. Because he is experienced, he has tried several tactics in the world and he's still doing it. So he knows, don't think you got it. Don't think you are that immune. Don't think that, oh, if I read it, nothing will happen to me. They play. People have read things and they've been influenced by demons. People have watched things before and they started manifesting like demons. People have watched just a movie and they started seeing a spirit husband. I mean a spirit wife. People have done, see, don't think you got it. Don't do it. He's very experienced. He knows exactly how to package you. Oh, you are saying distractions, don't take my heart. He knows exactly where to take you in that distraction. You just package what, and look at what the scripture says. It says, every man is enticed. Look at what it says. It says, every man is tempted and drawn away with his own lust and enticed. You have to watch what you love. Watch it. Watch for, for a man. Watch the kind of women you like. That's where he's coming. Look at Samson. You can easily see it. Look at David. You can easily see it. Look at, as a woman too, you know he's tall, dark, and handsome. Watch it. Because you will just see the person. He will just come to your working place. And you just, maybe you, you always like somebody that is very masculine, like buff. And that's when you too, you know that you have that problem and you are always in the gym. It's never going to just be doing gym at home and be watching YouTube. You are going to where you will always see the temptation of what you like. You better watch YouTube and be following there and be jumping, jumping, jumping at home. Or be doing work about your, and be doing prayer work. Or there's something that my mother told me yesterday. She just, she just be climbing the stairs of your house. You will do your gym. Just do it. Say, I want to climb the stairs 50 times. He said, tell me if you don't not lose weight. You know that those kind of, and they are now approaching you. And you say that you, are, you will stay in the faith. You, your, your trouble continues. He says, every man is tempted when he is drawn away with his own lust and enticed. He now says, look at what he now says. He now says, when lust has now conceived, that is, when you are when you are so soak yourself into it too much, what happens? He says he bringeth forth sin. And what he says, and when it is finished, <laughs> he bringeth forth death. So, observe something. He mentioned the following things. Observe what James was particular about. He mentioned man. He mentions your desire. He mentions sin, and he mentioned death. He mentions man, he mentions desire, he mentions sin, and he mentions death. He says, let no man, that is, see, hmm. no one, no, don't place any boundary for any man. When he says, say, that word is the word, lego, that is, by speaking with his words. That word tempted is from the, word, is, is from the Greek word periazo, and it means um, attempting or saying. I, I don't want to get into much of those things today. I wanted, to, I, want to, I wanted to do the grammatical words, but I would just, um, the grammatical analysis, but let me, let me leave that. Let me pick certain things. Let, let's see, drawn away. That word drawn away now is from the Hebrew word, it's from the Greek word, sorry, esklo. 
and it means to drag forth or to drag away. So, and let's look at the word lost. That word lost is from the word ipomutia. I, I think I've, I've taught this in Walking in the Spirit. If you listen to Walking in the Spirit, you see it there. And it means forbidding. That is a longing. It implies a longing. A longing. So, it means that our personal choices or desires are one of the things that entices us. So watch what you really love. You have to put a check to it. Watch it. The devil is not going to come for... It's not going to come for... Um, some people is food. And he knows that it's food though. But he knows how to get you. And you just go and give somebody that has money that will be taking you to several restaurants. You know what I'm saying? I really love that guy. Why do you love him? The way he spoils me. What does he spoil you about? He just takes you to eat. Then you are done. That's the, you are just, and because of that, you are finished. And you are now falling in love with somebody that is not a Christian, that is not even up to your status quo. You saw a believer, he does not pray, he's not born again. And he says he loves you. He can't see. Give it years down the line. He can only love you morally, but he cannot love you well. Because people can love you well, they will treat you with respect because they are brought up. That's something that people don't know. Some people are well brought up. Some people are well respected and well cultured. But that does not stop the hidden desires of the heart. It does not change it. It's only God that changed that. So, when sin is now conceived, ha, or when that lust is conceived, it says it bringeth forth. That word bringeth forth means, it means to born, to give birth, to travail. So that's why he now told us in verse 16, don't hear my beloved brethren. <laughs> that word don't hear, say, don't be deceived though. Plan out, don't be led astray. Don't be in error. Don't think you got it. Because if you don't understand these basics of what I'm saying, you will miss it. And in today's world, many of us, we fall into the base of the devil. We fall into the hands of the temptation of all of the things he's saying. And how, like I said, how does temptation come? The temptation does not come from God. God cannot tempt you. It comes from where? Deception. Your own lust, right? It comes from what you like. It's just like the temptation of Jesus. What do you expect the devil to tempt him with? He was hungry now. The first thing he would tell him is, turn this stone to bread. Somebody that is hungry, right? That's all. He just fasted and he was fasting for the world. What next will you say? Do you want the world? On a cheaper gold, instead of preaching, take it just now. And so he's going to be tempted with his desires. Because that's what he just fasted and prayed about. He's going to be tempted with his desires. But what happened? He did not fall for it. So guys, what happens to us as Christians is that, and I'm trying to rush certain things because of my time, and my time is already fast spent. So I'll begin to close gradually. So James was clearly referring to sinful desires. 
And James was explaining to us that when we are tempted, Jesus also experienced temptation also, but we have victory over the temptation. That's something you must always know. We have victory over temptation. We have victory over persecution. We have victory over um, over everything. So he said, so the question will now be, now let me ask you, so, so he says, neither tempt anyone, that is God cannot tempt anyone. So, but look at something that he now says. Or a question that I would like to ask you is, what am I focusing on as I gradually begin to close? The question that I will now ask you is, what am I focusing on? Because remember, when it says, be drawn away with, that word drawn away with, it means to be dragged, to be, um, everyone is drawn away with, that is to be um, pushed away or to be carried away and everything. So the question I will ask you is, what are you exactly focusing on? What gets your attention? To focus we mean, what is your attention? What do you read? What do you watch? What do you hear? What do you, what do you hear? You know, there are some things you don't, I don't know. See, you don't need every information as a Christian. You really don't. Must you know the gist that is traveling everywhere? There are some people you have to unfollow. There are some people you have to unblock. There are some bookmark things you, that you have saved that you have to go and save. You don't, you don't have to know certain things. What do you look at the most? What do you think on? What do you ponder on the most? These are questions that a man needs to ask himself. Because the desire is man's making. Or because it says a man is enticed. So that shows it's not even a man's making because you can be enticed and you can bait yourself. But it takes an information or an external influence to have a desire. That's the truth. So you cannot say that if that thing you like, you saw it somewhere. That thing you really, it's just like I told you the story of um, something that I watched uh, Pastor Major Okonko say this day uh, and his wife say, and they said that um, the reason why a lot of women and men are not marrying on time today is that the videos that they show us today on video vixens is that um, they show us videos of a woman with everything beautiful everything so when you see somebody that is not beautiful who even though he has all the godly character somewhere in your mind there is still a vacuum or when you see a man that is not both that has not gone to the gym that does not have packs the six packs that is not tall dark and handsome you just feel like he doesn't have everything or now today's world we now have money if he does not have money so people are not ready to build but are not ready to sacrifice you must have money so we are not faced with all of those things in our world but all of those desires came because of what you have seen actually if you have if you are someone that watch all these movies where maybe all the kind of movie you are watching is dubai bling rich rich something and famous i don't know I've not watched it, but I just know that what they will be doing there is rubbish. That's what I, I don't know, but I just know that whatever they will be doing in those things is rubbish. Uh, something rich, something famous, something Dubai bling, something bling. Imagine that's all you are watching, something that is so lavish. 
Just know that there's somewhere in your heart that you will desire it and crave it. You will start craving, ah, I wish I have this. Like, ah, can't I just have all this money? You will now start having some unrealistic expectations. Can't I just, you know, the kind of house. So they will ask you, what the kind of house you want? There should be swimming pool. In your father's house, there's no swimming pool. There should just be swimming pool. Like, I should just be living in a ocean. I should just be living like in a highland. So that means you'll be secluded from people. See the real, all realistic cases. You don't be having that there should be private jet at my backyard. Uh-uh. Calm down with this thing. But that's because you have seen it somewhere. So all of those desires are building up. So we say, do you plan to have some piercings tomorrow? Yeah, 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 sure. Why? You saw someone do it. You looked at somebody's ear and the person's ear looks nice. You admired it. You thought about it for so long. Then you thought, you started thinking, you have, you have even Googled it, places to do piercings in Rochester. So you're you just waiting for the day where the devil will just tell you, go. <laughs> you know, it's not Jesus that will tell you that one. You know, you're just I'm waiting for the right time. That right time is the devil's leading. You're just waiting for when the devil says, oh yeah, stand up, go. So you drive there and go. So you, you saw all places where they do tattoo. Why, why do you want to do it? You have seen somebody do it. You admire it. You already know the kind of design you want to draw. You already know what you want to write. For my father's room, that has known me, that has formed me. <laughs> you already know. You already told yourself you put cross. Who, 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 <laughs> who is crossing you? So you already, so you're just with, you have already Googled the, the best places to get tattoo in Rochester. So you have already Googled it, and Google is big. That's one thing Google will ever be fast about. But when you say scripture that talks about this, Google will be slow. But when you say best place, boom, it will give you the suggestion. Your, your Wi Fi will not cease at that time. The devil cannot let it cease. <laughs> so every man is drawn away, and influence or desires come from an external source. So to be enticed is to bring out, and it's an external work. So, but it requires an internal cooperation too. So, don't allow it. Don't allow it. So, sinful desires require attention. So, as I gradually begin to close, one thing you should know is, a man is, can be enticed and is created to be enticed and is, can be enticed and can be influenced. I've always told you, man is a product of influence. And sinful desires require attention. So when, you, when it settles down and it grows, then it brings forth sin. But that process can actually be monitored. That phase where you are trying to give birth to the sin, where you are, that is what I'm dealing with. Because if you can deal with that, you will not take the action. Are you getting what I'm saying? That process where you are betting it and say, ah, I like this. Ah. This is nice. Ah, and you know that this is wrong. Quickly deal with it. Stay off it. There are people you have to block. That guy that is making you not sleep at night, and you know he's an unbeliever, block him. For your own sanity, for your Christianity. Hey, no, block him on every place such that you are not, you are not reachable. And give a stern warning and run away. Because... See, let me tell you, the devil does not like you. That's one thing you should know. The devil is very revengeful. 
those victories you have gotten is coming for them. He is very revengeful. He does not like you. Even those who he is working with, that they are unbelievers, that they are still saying, oh, he does not like them. Because all that is in the devil is hatred. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's all. So, don't think that that's immune. So, the process can be monitored. And you can actually watch it gradually. And you can see that those things can go. Play for me as I close. Are, are you learning something tonight? So, the believer must take it to and watch his desires. Like I said to us, habits turn from desires, which leads to actions. So, therefore, sinful and ungodly desires are developed for man's desire. So, for you not to take it, it will lead to sin. When I mean take it, I mean for you not to be cautious, for you not to wash it. Why godly habits also we edify a believer? And it will make you exemplary to other believers. But sinful and ungodly habits will not make you exemplary. It will not be an example. You know, there's something I always ask myself. And it's Reverend Kingsley that made me think about this many years ago. He said, Ayo. This is what he said. He said, Ayo. He said, Whatever you will do, that people will see you and say, Ha, Pastor! Say, don't do it. The same thing to you too. Whatever you do on your own, people will say, Ha, you call yourself a Christian. Don't, don't do it. But you see, eh, sometimes when it now gets to that point, it now looks very uncontrollable. But you, I just told you how you can deal with it. Stay away. There are some people you should not see their ears. Some of you have to go for social media break and just cleanse yourself from every information. Some of you, the only thing you should watch on the news is on the TV is news. You probably need to stay away from movies for now. Some of you, that's all you just need to do and you will just be better. And you just see that that desire will go. Some of you, the only thing that... Because let me tell you, desires can be curbed. It can be dealt with. It can be built. Godly desires can also be built. If you see an example and you watch it long enough, you build it. Every man is a product of influence. I've always said it. Like, the way you are dressed today is because you saw somebody dressed that way. The way you are talking today, the way you write today, the way you do things today, the way you even eat today, is all influenced. Same thing with the godly habit. You want to go do well. Surround yourself with people of faith. Surround yourself with people of good habits, good behaviors, good life. You will naturally do well. And if you don't surround yourself with people that are doing well too, you will do wrong. But it shows to you that desires can actually be curbed. I'm not done with this teaching, which is painful. I thought I was going to finish it today. Actually, this part it's very painful I could not but we'll see where, we'll see we'll, we'll try and we'll try and approach it again but I think this makes sense to us right 
I think this blessed you. This opened your mind up. So, don't, one thing is, don't deceive yourself. Um, open up your heart to yourself and ask yourself questions. Okay, where did this come from? Okay, if I thought I'm going to at least do this, you, you set a barrier and boundaries to yourself. There's nothing wrong with it. Like I told you, see, every one of you listening to me, even those who are unbelievers, the devil does not like them. He wants many men to sin. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because he knows it will lead to death. It will lead to his consequence. That's what he wants. So, let's deal with the devil by watching our own desires. Amen. How about we just pray in tongues where we are seated? Let's just pray for ourselves that we are strong enough to to undo this. Because what has come to you tonight, just pray in the Holy Ghost. That you are strong enough to undo every temptations that comes your way. You are strong enough, every wrong desires, negative desires in your heart that everything dies tonight. How about you just be on your feet? everything dies tonight. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Why don't you just be on your feet and pray. Pray for yourself. You know the negative desires in your heart. You know the ungodly desires. Why you pray about them? That it dies tonight. That it dies tonight. That it dies tonight. That whatever you are struggling with, I'm praying for every one of you. That whatever you are struggling with that is negative in your life, Whatever bad habits, whatever bad character you are dealing with, in the name of Jesus, it dies tonight. In the name of Jesus, it dies tonight. In the name of Jesus, it dies tonight. Never to be reawakened again. You will see yourself walk in the newness of life, in the newness of new character, in the name of Jesus. Ungodly desires, ungodly habits godly characters in the name of Jesus it has no hold on you in the name of Jesus that wind of the devil blowing across to your life blowing across to your ears passing wrong negative informations to your ears in the name of Jesus I suppress it in the name of Jesus I come against it you are victorious you are winning all the time in the name of Jesus thank you Lord Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.